Welcome to the Book Squad Podcast. 94% bookish banter, 6% shenanigans. From Lawrence Public Librarians, Kate Gramlich and Polly Kim. Welcome to the Book Squad podcast. Well, thanks. <laughs> oh, you're not talking to me. <laughs> Welcome to everybody. Okay. Um, so we are here at the Lawrence Public Library and uh, in our beautiful Sound Division studio. Um, we've got this is our oh, it says 17. Is it 18th episode? No, I changed it to 17. You did? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I did. Okay. Okay, fine. we'll go back. It's and a, check. it's our. Manyth episode. Um, <laughs> we're in, we're teenagers, man. We are. We're about to. Yeah, we're maybe we're legal. I'm not sure. Uh, that's weird. So, anyway, <laughs> we've got our regular format today with uh, bookish news, and then two book minimum, and then a uh, a she said she said mm. should be quite fun. No, I'm excited to mm. talk about this book. Me too. We won't I say what it is yet. No, but. I haven't been able to talk about it with anybody yet. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. But we'll try not to do any spoilers. Okay. On this book that we're not going to tell you. I know. Okay. That's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. All right. So bookish news. Bookish news. Um, so there was, I was looking at lithub.com, um, I think. <laughs> LitHub <laughs> yesterday. Show notes. <laughs> I know. For uh, for some information to put on here. And uh, I really like LitHub because they've been... They have lots of really good interviews. They have very thoughtful um, topics that they discuss, really good book uh, book recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was this neat article yesterday um, about uh, the, the issue of inclusion in publishing. Um, and it was a pretty meaty article. Uh, but um, Danielle Clayton, who is the COO of We Need Diverse Books and also a former librarian, Shout out to Danielle, who mm-hmm. will never hear this. I know. But we can we can like her from afar. Can't we um, just at her? Yeah, somehow? we probably could. Yeah. Why, yeah. why don't we let's do, do that? It. Why don't we do that more? Yeah. Let's okay. do it. Because resolution twenty eighteen. We're gonna at people. At whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very. Uh, <laughs> I know intense. what don't at me means. Oh, but is at it. <laughs> I want to at people. I'll learn a dictionary that one later. Okay. Um, so mm. anyway, Danielle says, uh, oops, sorry, I just kicked you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, I hate the term sensitivity reader. She says, uh, I prefer the term targeted beta reader because it's more accurate. And then she goes on to say, I'm not being sensitive. I'm just an editor and it's another level of editing. And I loved that because. Uh, oh, that's interesting. I know I mean, sensitivity I think people... is supposed to be like, be like a. Right. Good thing, apparently, that you're supposed to mm-hmm. be a sensitive person. Like, but have some sensitivity. Yes. But to me, it does kind of sound like, oh, you're sensitive. Oh, I, I, can, I, don't I think like I can hear it both. Yeah. yeah. Well, I could hear that both ways. Like, I could see people saying, yeah, no, I'm okay being a sensitivity reader. Sure. You know? Sure. But you um, also, I mean, like, it's not like she's, like, fragile. No. A fragile reader. Maybe, no. maybe I'm. See, that's why, I mean, that's one read on it. And uh-huh. the other read is, like. Like I'm reading to make uh-huh. sure that the writer has some sensitivity. Yes. The, and yes. I think that that's what they they meant. That's yeah. It's just that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, do do you do you is what sensitive yourself? Um, so I will. I'll post a link to that whole article in the show notes um, to read about. It's pretty good. And yeah, 
Nice. What uh, what were you talking about? Some other bookish news. I know. This this was the bookish news that I wanted to bring, but I'm not going to remember any of these. Is that I, because I heard, it made me start thinking about it this morning. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about Crazy Rich Asians Mm -hmm. is coming out, which was a book. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's the start of a series. Yeah. And um, Kwan is the author, but I can't remember. Kevin Kwan? Yes, Kevin Kwan. And um, and so that is coming out as a movie in cool. August. I didn't know I, that. Yeah. Um, and so that got me thinking about, it's been a while since we've talked about which books are being made into movies. Uh-huh. So Annihilation, and, the Jeff Vandermeer one. It's coming out. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we did talk, we talked about A Wrinkle in Time. That's yeah, out. that's going to be so great mm-hmm. though. We can mention that again. Yes. Uh, I can't remember. Black Panther is, oh, yeah. I, that's all I care about right now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I th- I'm like, I think I should need to buy my tickets right now. So I have them. I think so. Because I'm. As soon as they're on sale, yeah. Like. <laughs> when does it come out? Black Panther. February. February. Oh, yeah. wow. That's coming out. I know. Close. Yeah. So that's like in a hot minute. Yeah. And I don't want to miss it. Because I don't go see movies a lot uh-huh. in the theater because one time Mostly we did the math and we real well oh you god do have to, yeah it's so expensive you have to put on pants yes and you have to leave your house that's two things mm. they don't like it when you go to the movies without pants or don't when ask you bring me wine how i know <laughs> but if you got one of those really cool wine purses oh they yeah would never know yeah or just put it in a water bottle like i've done but that's fine too. <gasps> what? Who? Who said that? Oh, God. I can't. Hey, bad person. Get out of here. This just is... kidding. I didn't do that. <laughs> Definitely don't. Also, don't line it would my have to be purse with foil and, and Pinot Grigio. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Go I back. don't. I don't. I wish did I did. you actually do that? No. I've thought about, though, if um, if I'm going to like a buffet, I've thought about lining my purse with foil. <laughs> And just so you could dun, put dun, dinner dun, rolls yeah. in there. No, like full. If it's meat. lined with foil, yeah. yeah. You could put, I mean, put. Your cashew chicken just in your purse, <laughs> lined, and then you just take it home. Mm. This Don't, has I gone beyond bookish news yes, to life hacks. Life hacks. <laughs> How to be real cheap and, uh, and uh, okay. yeah, screw over restaurant owners. It's very mean. Oh. I didn't do that. All right, fine. We won't do that. But there's also going to be a new jungle book. Another one? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, they just I think with, did the, one. with people. Well, I did one with people like a minute ago. Well, yes, but this is different somehow. Different people. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. Well, you can line up all the jungle. It's like it's like how there's been a bazillion Peter Pans, mm-hmm. you know, which I've watched all of them. I, I know. Think. What's your favorite? Oh, well, I really oh Pant. see before. Well, Hook I think is probably my favorite. I like favorite. Hook, but there. What was the one? It was like for, it was like from two thousand. Finding their Six or no. Oh, the one with the cute boy who's like yeah, and twelve the, but really handsome. Right. Well, yeah. and the really handsome girl. They're both yeah. handsome. Yeah, both yeah, too was young. Like the most be- both too young like to be the handsome. Most beautiful like children ever made. That one might have just been called It was I liked that. Might have just been called Peter Pan. It might have been. Yeah. Um, or like or Pan. I can't yeah, remember. maybe so. My very first favorite though was Mary Martin Peter Pan. Oh, um, the Mary Martin version. I used to watch that on VHS. You know, Return of Mary Poppins. I know. I've never seen it. Yeah. I know. I have not seen, unlike all the Peter Pans, which I've seen, I have not seen any post-Poppins movie. Neither have I. I just watched that too. again the other day. Mary Poppins? Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. I know. So good. So good. <gasps> Don't, oh, I'm I just, I'm about to bust into song right now, so we might need Well, to there change. was this one, I will tell you, there's this Facebook group called Can I Pet Your Dog? Um, after the podcast, Can I Pet Your Dog, with Mer- which Meredith told me about. And there was a thing where it was, uh, you post a 
GIF of, like you type in your dog's name and you post a GIF and then we're supposed to guess what it is. And there was someone whose dog's name was George Banks. I know. Oh, I know. I like it. Yeah. Hopefully George Banks like post him Is it an English bulldog? And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That would be amazing with a little hat. I hope. Uh, <laughs> a little hat. Anyway, this Animal. is what happens when we don't have bookish news. <laughs> So, so dogs and hats, dogs and hats. Okay, well, um, let's just, we move just go along. on. <laughs> let's just move along to two book minimum. That then. sounds good. Okay, I gotta go first, don't I? Yeah. Okay, so uh, this is one of those. This is one of those episodes where I haven't finished the books yet that I'm talking about That's for okay. two book minimum. Um, these are books I'm currently reading. So I'm halfway through. The first book I'm reading is Health at Every Size by Linda Bacon, Bacon. and that is totally her That's last awesome. name. Um, so I, uh, I'd heard, I'd heard of her before and I've heard of health at every size before, but mm-hmm. I thought, um, I really wanted to read the book and it's been fantastic. And, um, it's a very social justice oriented body positivity. And awesome. so her, um, uh, you know, it says on her website, the, uh, inspiring a global transformation to a more just world where all bodies are valued, respected and supported in compassionate self-care. Nice. So, yes, I really like it. So um, she's, um, you know, a, a doctor of physiology mm-hmm. and has a majillion degrees or whatever. But so, you know, she had she herself sort of had gone through the whole I need to diet. I'm mm-hmm. dieting. I'm doing all the things. It's not working. I feel bad about myself all the time. Um, and, and and, you know, felt so strongly about it that she wanted to that's what she made her career, you know, mm-hmm. about yeah. like I want to help people lose weight or whatever. And she she starts doing the research. And as she's getting her degrees, you know, she's finding all of this research that's sort of in direct opposite mm-hmm. to, to what, like pop culture what is everything on the news uh-huh. right now. Yeah. It's like everybody's dying of obesity. Um and she said actually, you know, she's thoroughly vetted all this research being done. The book is, you know, has all of the research you can go find it yourself mm-hmm. and um and so a lot of the research being done around o- obesity um and she debunks a lot of that and a lot of our firmly held notions about weight and weight loss in fact um the research actually points to um like the people with the most longevity are actually people who are overweight uh-huh. so <laughs> nice can um, we just call that weight then yes i know that's what, and i think that there's you know if that's the healthiest then i think it's, it's just not weight. even overweight it's just, it's just people who are weight. people who are weight <laughs> people who have weight. have weight um so she does take some side jaunts into the science um of mm. and the marketing that goes into making processed food so cheap and alluring and chemically made up to and they sort of bypass yeah. our satiety sensors i never remember like safe to say like being satiated? Yes. Oh. Yes. So, um, oh, yeah. So sneaky. it's, yeah. And it's, so it's not a, it's not a eat all of uh-huh. the everything that you want to eat yeah. book yeah. Um, and don't Dang. care about Where's anything. Um, but it is, it is eat delicious food that you love and make decisions consciously mm-hmm. based on understanding, um, you know, how this, like if you've ever read, um, oh, what is it? Mm. Oh, it's going to blank. I like, um. Like, ugh, I can't remember. But there's there are uh, several books out there that are about how food is sort of processed uh-huh. and the natural way that our body is like, boop, you've had enough. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't work anymore wow. because of the wow. 
the way that the food has been processed. Mm -hmm. So if you were just eating all whole foods Uh and that's all we'd ever eaten, our bodies know how to like. Why I can eat an entire bag of Doritos and never feel. Yeah, no, it's not been. I mean, it doesn't turn off your sneaky sneaky Doritos no so um and then the the second half of the book actually is um you know where she talks about the research does find that being physically active Mm -hmm. is one of the indicators of health and long life and Mm -hmm. so she talks about how to add in activities to your day that make sense that work for you that Mm -hmm. you enjoy that you find fun that you know give you energy and um don't hurt you mm-hmm. right <laughs> um uh and, and so and then so that's the part that i have not gotten to yet and then also you know a good bit about eating intuitively like really listening to mm-hmm. what your body's telling you not like what your brain's telling you about yeah. i just got an a on a test uh-huh. i deserve this whole cake. thing yeah. of ben and jerry's uh-huh. so um like which do, which she would say might. right and she's and that would be it like you know you can that's a decision that you can make. Yeah. And, and it's not a moral decision. Right. That, I think that is it's, the main. Right. It's a, not a moral decision. It's a physiological decision. Like what? And then you'll probably have to deal with the consequences later. Right. Yeah. What, like, and that's exactly it. Like, yeah. do you want to deal with the consequences later? Right. Because you might not feel very good. After, yeah. Or you might feel great. Yeah. Um, but you are the you are the person who is the best to judge what your own body mm-hmm. likes and doesn't like. If you're like honestly listening to it. Right. Yeah. Um, you should be the person who decides that and nobody else. And so that's nice. what it's about. So, um, well, and so, so, so the marketing part does just, I mean, because this book, while factual, mm-hmm. makes, does not make money for the weight loss industry and stuff like that. So, yeah, no, it's a huge. She has this thing where she's taken a pledge where she would never do any work for any weight loss industry or whatever mm-hmm. because she was around it so much when she mm-hmm. was getting her degree. And, um, there is there's a lot of research that shows that no one it's like it's like five percent of people who take off weight mm-hmm. actually keep it off mm-hmm. for a significant mm-hmm. amount of time. Yeah. So that five percent and you know, the weight loss industry told, yeah. is like a billion trillion dollar uh-huh. industry. Yeah. <clears throat> and so you're sitting here thinking, I failed, I failed. Right. Well, how did no, you're like normal. no, you your body did exactly what it was supposed to do mm-hmm. when you tried to keep calories out of it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It's trying to save itself. So um it does it oh, doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. And I mean it was real it's it is sort of fascinating because you really still and even when I'm reading it, I'm like, but really? Uh-huh. Are you sure? Uh-huh. I know I see all these research studies that I can go read that were actually done by, you know legitimate research communities that but i still have been told that Mm -hmm. that i'm that yeah you yeah i'm the problem right so that's um, a much easier message to message to absorb it really is so um anyways i like i'm just starting part two so i'm probably not even telling you all the good stuff but uh i it's been a it's been great and you know her website's just really Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Yeah. It's just a nice place to go and hear some different messages. And you'd post it on Facebook. The, was it the Instagram Oh, on Instagram. Thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was, oh, I can't remember who put it together, but maybe we could. I we'll link that it. In the yeah, show I'd like notes. to link it. But it's a bunch of Instagram 
um, Instagrammers. Mm-hmm. Is that what you call them? Gr- grammars. Grammars. Uh, who, um, who are all about body positivity. And um, so if you, if you've been like flooding your feed with things that make you feel bad all of the time, mm-hmm. take them off. And That's put, what, yeah. put on something that makes you feel good. I know we've talked about this, but life's too short. Yeah. Years ago, uh, I, when I was on Tumblr, um, I pretty much just filled my whole thing with like body positive and health at every size and mm-hmm. like fat positive and all these different things. Um, and it made an amazing difference in how I look at like actual people now. Yeah. It's a, it, and, and in my own body and everything, you mm-hmm. know, it's just, it's like, it's so wild how what you are like training your eye to see mm-hmm. can really affect your actual perception. So, yeah. and now, yeah, I don't know, and then you can and you can also just tell how much typical media is not mm-hmm. realistic. Yeah, no, I thought. I mean, that's what I really liked about this. I mean, I like how much research there is because I feel like, I mean, probably people even listening right now are like, "But what about mm-hmm. your health?" You know what I mean? And well, that's the whole point. Yeah, right. And the whole point of the size. yeah, the book is like actually there's the research isn't there mm-hmm. that. The research yeah. isn't there to, mm-hmm. to show that. So, um, you know, the research shows that we need to be physically active, mm-hmm. but the research doesn't show that we need to be like this exact BMI. Uh-huh. Right. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so anyways. Cool. That is, that's my first book. And my second book, I'm only 45 pages into. So um, I apologize for not knowing anything about it, but I'm so interested because I have had so many people that I like recommend this book to me and it's completely out of my wheelhouse Uh so i'm branching out in 2018 um it's called lovecraft country by matt ruff it's a horror novel Mm. so and i just totally ganked what greg windsor okay librarian from johnson county public library said because i love greg and he he um like Reads a lot of really interesting things. He does. That I, he reads very widely. And I really he like does. It. Oh, he read a romance recently. Oh, nice. Based on, on um, some recommendations from some of us ladies. So, um, And he liked it. Aw. So anyways, hi, he writes. Hi, Greg. He writes, social commentary and Lovecraftian horror tropes? I'm in. Novelist Matt Ruff weaves several interrelated tales of a 1950s African-American family with ties to an ancient order of New England cultists. Surprising and delightful. What you get is never what you expect. Um, and I don't really know what to expect because I don't know really what Lovecraftian horror I don't tropes mean. And I mean, I have a vague idea. It's that... You know, the, the vague idea, like when you work around books and you when someone says, yeah, you know, so, you know, and Lovecraft is a big old racist. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, sorry. And that's not his trope. His I don't know. So I'm so interested <laughs> in that. Uh-huh. It's that it's Lovecraftian horror tropes but used to tell minus. a tale of, <laughs> ra- well, used to tell a tale yeah. of racism. Yeah. So I'm about 45 pages in. I think it's actually, I'm going to like it. I'm Are gonna, you getting scared? Um, it's a big book, actually. I'm looking at it. 45 might not be that much. Yeah. Are you just kind of like it's, ramping up? It's scared. Like, okay, so, well, the premise is, well, where I'm at anyway, the start is Atticus <clears throat> is, um, he is uh, home from the military. He was in the war. And um, he, his dad has gone missing. And mm. so he's traveling to Chicago um, to meet up with his uncle, his dad's brother. And his uncle writes the 
the oh, I can't remember what it's called. It's like the Negro Travel Guide mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh, that's yeah. a real thing. You know that For the safety. Green Book uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah, and um, in the story, so he he's the writer, and so he's using Ooh. like it's uh-huh. just like just that first forty five pages. I mean, he's just kind of gotten to Chicago, but the first forty five pages are him trying to get you know. And he gets a flat tire. And oh, I mean, yeah, and it's and just, it is. I mean, you're scared. You're like the horror, the scared feeling, that horror, that horror of I have a flat tire and I'm a black man. And yeah. it's, you know, and I'm in, he's coming from the South. Oh, I think he's coming Lord. from Florida. Yeah, right. No, that's going to be. And, yeah. you know, but even just the small things like uh-huh. I have to go to the bathroom. Uh huh. You know, yeah. I'm, need to eat something yeah like, i have to, i'm exhausted i'm going to drive my car off the road like just uh-huh. not knowing yeah so it was like that that then you should watch get out i know i know pair these together yeah. for a really yeah. horrible night mm-hmm. um so anyways that's what i'm reading something new cool something okay. different. well that's exciting yeah so what are you reading so i am listening to um the soul of an octopus by cy montgomery and it was because I was, uh, I'm not the best at reading nonfiction. And um, for one of the squad goals challenges, it's uh, read a nonfiction book about a topic that you know nothing about. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, octopuses, or what I thought at the time, <laughs> octopi. Um, I was like, that's going to be, that's going to be my jam. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's my jam. Um, I knew nothing about oct, well, okay. So I called them octopi, even in describing that I'm going to check out this book right. to somebody. And then I get in the car and one of the first like few minutes, she's like, by the way, it's on octopi, just so you know, because you can't add a Latin suffix to a Greek rooted word. And I was like, wow, I'm already learning. So it's octopuses or octopodi, I guess, or octopodes. But I have octopuses is what she says. Um, <laughs> I like octopodes. Octopodes. <laughs> just... Or octopeds. Uh, it's not like pedal. I don't know what P O. No, it's P O. Cephalopods, but octopods. Maybe I don't know. Sorry, I don't know anything about this. No, because you wouldn't put the S at the end. Okay, anyway. So obviously, I need to also listen to this. Well, so they are born into eggs that are like the size of a grain of rice, and then they grow so rapidly that within like three years, they go from like a grain of rice. To within three years, they can be like six feet tall and like 200 pounds or whatever. So it's just ridiculous. And um, yeah, and so this, I don't want to give all my facts uh, that I've learned, <laughs> but there are like they can, um, they've got three layers of these like skin cell sorts of things who that can like regulate their color, pattern, and texture. And so they can just rapidly within like a tenth of a second change total color. They can like put spots and then strange, change the stripes and then make themselves like spiky or smooth or whatever. It's just amazing. And their brains are so smart. Oh, my god! So smart. Yeah. And their brains are located around their necks, which is weird. Oh. Yeah. And then their Wait, mouth is where, in their armpit. Where would the neck be? Well, oh. Their mouth is in their arm. Their mouth is in their arm, or between their legs, depending on which way you look at their legs. But yeah, it's in like a yeah, cr- I mean, I like guess in I between thought... their arms. We're acting like octopuses right now, <laughs> spreading out everybody. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to spread so, my arms yeah, exactly. out. So you like point where my mouth would well, be. Well, I'm going to have to do a drawing for the okay. notes. But like if if the head <laughs> is like this, you know, bulby mm-hmm, thing, mm-hmm. their their neck is basically where you'd think. You know, it's like right. 
They're like a linebacker. They don't really have a neck. I thought their mouth was like Mm-mm. inside nope. of the middle of nope. where their legs are. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. I think maybe that's where their funnel is. But and they can like they they're what really the heck is a funnel. Well, they're really playful. They can shoot. They can shoot salt water out of their little funnel, and they can move it anywhere basically. And uh, maybe I don't really know where the funnel is, but anyway, it's <laughs> real. And uh, the funnel is a thing. The funnel is an actual thing. Okay. And uh, so they'll shoot it if they're scared or whatever. You know, it's like a defense mechanism. But also, apparently, they'll shoot it to like play with people or with with other things with with non people but mm-hmm. so she Cy Montgomery is like meeting these octopuses at um at an aquarium she's spending a lot of time there and she gets to like pet the octopus and stuff and you have to be really sh- make sure that you don't put yourself too far in like hang over the tank too much because they're suckers can like each hold like 30 pounds and they've got like 1600 suckers and so it's just like you'd be mm-hmm. you'd be gone uh they wouldn't eat you but um, and so <laughs> there was a time when like someone was being held onto an octopus and they wouldn't let go. And so the person uh, reached over to like a bucket of fresh water, like tap water and dumped it on the octopus and the octopus like shrank back. And then and the guy was like, ha ha, I defeated you. And then like two seconds later, the octopus just shoots salt water out of its funnel and soaks the guy. <laughs> and the octopus is like, ha ha, I beat you back. So. Yeah, octopuses are very, they're sneaky, they're funny. Do you feel like I want to hang out with one? Yes. And also, should we be concerned? Yes, they would absolutely <clears throat> take over. I mean, like, the amount Our of things you have to... octopus overlords are coming. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm willing, I'm willing to give them a shot. Okay. Yeah. This actually ties into our... Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. Do da do. Yes. So okay. I would, I would really recommend, um... Recommend listening to the audiobook. Uh, she does a very dramatic reading of it because you can just tell that she's just in awe of these creatures. And so oh. it makes me just like, woo, me too. <laughs> so that's really good. Um, and then the next one is fiction, and I just finished it. Um, it's The End We Start From by Megan Hunter. It's sci-fi. I was shelving, and the cover was really pretty. It was, I have it's a like, copy of that oh, arc. I picked so, it up. Oh, really? Yeah, I picked up a long time ago. I, I might have picked it up at like... Oh, Bea, God, why didn't I? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's this like Stephanie s- Anderson recommended. Uh, it. Of course she did. Okay, she's great. Um, it's this like slim little post apocalyptic novel. Um, I don't think it's a novella, but it's it's short and slim. But um, and it's focusing on a pregnant woman who has her baby right as London is being flooded, and so she has her baby and then has to leave the hospital with her partner. And um, and they have to just fend for themselves. And so the whole story is her trying to care for a newborn while, you know, leaving this flooded city and trying to, um, you know, save herself in the, in the oh apocalypse and stuff. And it's so cool because it focuses on motherhood and the day to day and like how she doesn't at this point, have to worry about food for her baby because she just makes it, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And how, As long as she gets food. Right, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly, yeah. Um, and it, it's just, it was just really neat because that's not a topic that's typically focused on in post-apocalyptic, you know, literature. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also really liked it because language-wise, it's really sparsely written. It's like these little vignettes or little one-liners, and it carries the story along um, – really well just it's just kind of like bump 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 yeah i can't really describe it <laughs> but yeah it's it's uh 
it's great. I really okay. enjoyed it. And the cover is so pretty. It is really pretty. So and pretty. honestly, I it's been sitting there. I think you'd like on it. Top. I know. I know I would like it. It has been completely sitting. I could read it in like an oh, hour yeah, probably. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. okay. So that was Two Book Minimum with Health at Every Size, Lovecraft Country, The Soul of an Octopus, and The mm-hmm. End We Start From. Those are good ones. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, All right. Mm. So what are we doing now? Well, we're talking about the power. The power. I got the power. I'm sorry. The, that is oh, like, I, oh, I, it's yeah. like keeps uh-huh. jumping into my head. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. um, anyway, so we're talking about the power. By- <laughs> <laughs> we will not bust into song right now no. any more than we just did. But so it's by Naomi Alderman. Mm-hmm. And that's, or she said, she said, I just made Polly read this because I was reading it and I was like, ah. This is what we have. She did, but she handed it to me. So you need to know also that this book is the winner of the Bailey's Women's Prize for Fiction. It is. And the important thing about this to me is that it's that it's that Bailey's. It's it's Bailey's. It's Bailey's. Exactly. It's so, like Bailey's what, and your coffee Bailey's. Yeah. Yeah. Like what a great prize to win. <laughs> I know. Be, I know. It's the best. The Bailey's Women's Prize, I've looked it up and it's it's really interesting. And they get I think they get quite a bit of money. Yeah. Um yeah. So well, way to go, Bailey's. Way to go for picking this book. Mm-hmm. Um do you want to do the description? Well, yeah, but then okay. say what we'll see what Margaret Atwood said about it on the cover. Margaret Atwood said Electrifying okay. Shocking mm-hmm. will knock your socks off. Then you'll think twice about everything. That's a good voice. Thanks. Margaret Atwood voice. Uh, it's funny that she said electrical uh-huh, shocking. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. Margaret Atwood is brilliant. She um, is. Because what has happened. Um, so the description that is on the back of the book is, uh, I didn't, it doesn't fit to me. No. Um, so I will just tell you, you can read the description on the back of the book. I put it on here on the show notes and I just realized I don't want to read that. So what has happened is that we're all going about our regular days and, um, yeah, exactly. I'm walking around the patriarchy, blah, blah, blah. And so then around the world, it's discovered that teenage girls have this literally electrifying power. They've got... They don't know what the heck is going on, but so there's like this, uh, this skein, 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 like yarn, right? Yarn, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. but it's this like skein it's that's a located, organ. <laughs> yeah, in your clavicle, basically, mm-hmm. of 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 women, um, and it gives you power to like electrify things, um, yeah, to control electricity. Yes. And so, uh, teenage girls are, are, are having this and people are like, Oh no, that's not good. And so then right. though, what's fascinating to me is that the teenage girls can pass the power on to any yes. woman. They can awaken, awaken it. Like it. it. So yes. they've discovered it has been there. It's like a dormant power. Yeah. And, and they, it explains how that happened. But we won't say that, right. but, yeah. uh, we'll yeah. But yeah, so that's like the, it's just like electrifying they, power. They just use their hand. They call it a, just a twist. Yeah, they just do a twist and it turns it on. Like the one scene where they turn it on in that like eighty year old oh, woman that kind of made me cry yeah, a little bit. I know. But so it's this. Yeah, it's just like this communal woman power thing. Yeah, and uh, like literally, and uh, and so that's that part's fascinating. And so then what? I don't know how far into the. Lot to go. Okay, we so start about. well, 
Yeah, I know. Well, so I, th- I mean, I, th- so I mean, the the part that you didn't read. So it does focus on, like, it focuses on a couple different people. Mm-hmm. So it focuses on um, Tunde, uh-huh. who is um, he's a young man, and he he's actually one of the first people to capture it on he, film. Yeah, he's in Nigeria. And yeah, and it sort of galvanizes him to become a reporter mm-hmm. and to like follow the story mm-hmm. around and to tell the story of what's happening to women and mm-hmm. um, be there. And there's um, uh, the- Allie is yeah. another narrator and she becomes a very powerful figure. Yes. And true. then there's yeah. Roxy who is like the daughter of a basically like mob mafia. Like mob? The London, the London mafia. Yeah. I love that she's Jewish too, by the way. That's awesome. That you yeah. can't, but that you wouldn't really know it, unless right? You knew it. So. No, I don't think I did. That. Um, I like that. And then, um, and then the, who else is in? Oh, and Margot, who's uh-huh. she's a, a politician, upcoming politician, uh, up-and-coming. yeah, yeah. She was a a, a mayor, uh-huh. and and then rises through the ranks. And so uh-huh. it's. I mean, the thing that I thought was really interesting about it was. Um, I mean, the, the, like the descriptions of what it feels like to have power, to be powerless, they're really excellent. And then just following that subtle shift, like where, you, you know, something happens mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it just, you know, I mean, like something happens, there's subtle little things. And then all of a sudden it just becomes this cascade, like there's this sea change and right. and everything is flipped. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, and then what happens after that happens is... But it's always been like this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so, um, like, the novel is... These people have always been in power. You right. Know? So that's the way it should be. It's of. thousands of years. Like, the beginning of it is, what, like, thousands of years in the future, I think, or a while in the future. You don't know that. Though. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and so they're looking back at the origin story of how, how in that many years, how it's always been, mm-hmm. more or less. 5,000 years, I think. Yeah. 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 And so... Uh, and so there's a lot of parallels to how uh, how we look at like the history of of humanity as we in current day right. 2018, um, and she also has some really interesting observations about in the in the back about actual like historical artifacts mm-hmm. and how we've named them and how the naming of those things has has reified the the power structures. Reified. Yes. yes, you got to use reified. Yeah. So um, yeah. So. Emotionally, this book. Oh, oh. I know. Oh man. Um, well, I will say that I I've been trying to figure out what other articles and other bloggers and and stuff like that have been writing about it, so it's not too spoilery. But and and a main plot point that has been given is that there is a nation um, that is extremely oppressive to women and uh, very patriarchal in nature and. Because of this power, the women in that nation get to suddenly overthrow their captors, like right. literal captors. So it's like sex workers mm-hmm. get to overthrow their their the people their masters. The you, what you can't say the country? Well, Moldova. Moldova yeah. Yes, yeah. And so, um, but it becomes another country. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which yes. And so, as soon as I read that, though, where it was like like. The visceral, fe- like the visceral feeling of reading about these these women who are sex slaves, 
being able to like electrify and kill on mass their captors. I was just like, yes, it was so yeah, freaking awesome. It was really good. And and there are lots of little like that's that's a big physical change that's in the book. Um, but there are so many. She does such a great job of of putting so many little subtle, yeah. like you said, subtle changes. And I mean, and and yeah, she's she's. She's really taken a wide look at how pervasive patriarchy and, and mm-hmm. oppression is and and how all these things would have to kind of come together, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. yeah. So I I mean the thing I actually really I mean, I loved I just loved the whole book and I will be thinking about it for a long time. And I again I made a note to myself like this is why I need to read more sci fi. Well because so much good stuff happens. This is why we need to read feminist sci-fi. Yeah. Because sorry, ah, I know feminist yeah. sci-fi, but um, but yeah, a lot of contemporary sci-fi is is really brilliant the way they play around with yes, structures. I know. So I um, and also I, as I told you, like, and I'm in the middle of reading this, and I'm like scrolling looking for Krav Maga classes, <laughs> yeah. which is if you don't know what that is, it's the Israeli self-defense. Yeah. Um, because I was just like, okay, I'm not probably going to get the power. I'm like feeling uh, around. I know, I know. Feeling around. I know. I'm like probably not going to get the power. Um, uh, Unless but, they're awakening their daughters and then they I can know, turn them to you. Know. I know. Tell them but, to get it. But, you know, but so this but there is. there are ways. But, to- I, mean, <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't want the power because uh, like one, I think one of the themes of the book is. You know, does absolute power corrupt absolutely? Mm-hmm. And, and does yeah, it have to? Probably. And does it matter if it does? Oh, and I know. It does matter. It does matter, but it's, oh, man, it's just, right. this book was so gleeful to me mm-hmm. in how, how just awful, yeah. <laughs> how awful. How awful it is when any group gets complete power. Right. Mm-hmm. But I right. was just like, well, what? The, can we just have a? Can we just have a chance? Can we just have? Can we, we just have a have, chance to mess everything right. up? Maybe. Well, I don't know. I, know. I mean, read it's, the book. So uh, you, I mean, I yes. So I mean, where and the, I mean, I think it like asks all these questions. Like, is there ever? Will there ever be equilibrium? Mm-hmm. Like, will there ever be true? Equity mm-hmm. of power. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like either one group has it or another group has it and it's not just men and women you know yeah no, right yeah it's, you know all across states and yeah, exactly. races and whatever mm-hmm. so i mean this is why like i mean i think she's outlining you know it's the in this case it's it's men and women mm-hmm. but you know she's outlining like why like why like if you look at our society today why certain people are so scared of mm-hmm. change happening because they're losing their yeah. Right. So if you've been an oppressor for a really long time mm-hmm. and you know how you've treated people, mm-hmm. the scariest thing to you must yeah. be that you will then be treated the way that you've treated other people right. when you've had power. So um which is like a, this is that is what you really see in this book. And I I just I like how they play with religion i mm-hmm. like how they play with science i like how also some gender politics, identity yeah. yeah and gender identity stuff because there are some yeah i mean it's really there are and there are some men yeah who like are just randomly yeah who have, have the power have yeah the, the are 
don't really have the power so much, but they are, they might have a little bit of mm-hmm. it. Um, they don't, their skeins don't seem to work the same way. Yeah. And there's some women, women. Who and there's don't. some women who are aren't yeah. acting like they're supposed to be acting, you know? So how those women, like how they flip it already, like it's, you know, well, you're supposed to be powerful. Uh-huh. And if you're not powerful, then you know, you're not a woman. right. Yeah, exactly. And how it's... the men, you know, how men do a couple different things, like some become, you know, meninists or whatever. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, men's rights, know, ad- yeah. men's rights advocates, and some become like very obsequious and uh-huh. you know, oh, there's one scared. I and, don't think it's going to be a spoiler, but there was one scene that I. Lo- I mean, it's not really a spoiler, but All so right. there is news commentary going throughout this whole thing, and <laughs> yeah. there's like two. You know, it's kind of like cut to the news or whatever, and so there's these two anchors. And there, it starts out with a male anchor and a female anchor, and um, the 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 female anchor eventually kind of realizes that she has the power to. It's not a major plot point, but you know, like no. every all women supposedly have it, so she kind of right. realizes it, and she ends up sort of taking over. It would be like if Regis and Regis and Kathy Lee, if like Kathy Lee decided to take over, basically is what I was picturing it. Right. Um, and so then she gets another male anchor. And it's who's younger and more and handsome. handsome. Yeah, and he and, gets all oh the fluff pieces. God, and he's, yeah. And there's times where she's talking about like something I don't know, political or scientific, and he's like, "Well, I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> Let's talk about applesauce or whatever." Yeah. And I was just like, "That is so exactly what." Yes, like you're watching. <sighs> you are watching exactly how. How women are treated. How women are treated, yeah. but flipped. Uh-huh. And you're like, that's uncomfortable. Uh-huh. You know, which you know. I mean, I mean, I mean, I think people know this. Like yeah. anytime you're not sure if something is sexist or not, you flip it. Right. And, and then if, if that makes you feel very icky and uncomfortable. Then, then, then it is. Yeah. yeah. But um, it's just so funny. It's just an example of how pervasive she is. Right. With, oh. It's funny. But it's, I mean, it's also hard to, yeah. like, it's hard to watch. Because I, I mean, yes, I, I would be like, okay, well, let, let me have the power. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just try it. Yeah. But I, I but you know, you see things oh, happen it's so corrupt. in the book. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and, um, and you still, like at the end, I still didn't know like if the right thing happened or the right thing didn't happen, uh-huh. but um, it ended perfectly. Yeah. I thought it was perfect. Yeah. The way it wrapped up, but you're, you're still have to. At, like yeah, as a reader, with. right, you're going to wrestle with like, did the right thing happen or did not the right thing mm-hmm. happen? And 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 yeah, how would you have changed it or not? Mostly, yeah. guys, just read this book. Oh my god, it's so I know. good. Yeah, um, super good. Or women, I'll read this book and I'll start an army. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm. I know. I'm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I used I'm, guys. Really, I'm one. Oh, I used guys in the. Oh, and like the have done y'all that, in the y'all. Way. Oh, but y'all, guys. But guys should read this guys book. Should, everybody should read this yeah. book. Everyone should. And the, what I love is that, like, when I first, you know, started reading, I was just thinking about the because the power is, you know, what they call it. Mm-hmm. It's it's that's the electrical power. But then clearly the title is also, it's looking at yes power yes. as a structure. Mm-hmm. And I mean, oh, yeah, God, she so just good. it was very smartly put together and yeah. things overlap. And um, I really I really liked it. And I really liked, okay, so the one thing actually I thought was interesting is because it's all about women and, and but the character, like I really liked Tunde. Yeah. Because I felt like he was supposed to be a foil of like someone that we really care about. Um, and he's trying to, you know, 
he's getting churned under in this new world order and he's trying not to he's trying to stay feminist because uh-huh. he was a feminist yeah. before or yeah. you know pretty feminist and yeah. like he's trying not to become like one of the extremist groups but he can see like he can feel in himself mm-hmm. the pull towards that because he's scared yeah i mean like what hold on there's a there was a little piece that i wanted to read it was uh where he says um uh there's no one waiting for him here and no one's chasing him why did he get so jumpy and he knows when it wasn't when did he get so jumpy? And he knows when. It wasn't this last thing that made it happen. This fear has been building up in him. The terror put its roots down in his chest years ago, and every month and every hour has driven the tendrils a little deeper into the flesh. He can bear it somehow in the moments when the imagined darkness matches the real. He hasn't felt this dread when he was actually in a cage or in a tree or witnessing the worst thing in the world unfold. The dread stalks him on quiet streets or walking alone in a hotel room before dawn. It has been a long time since he's felt comfort in a night walk. Well, hello. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. I was just like, that heck? is that's how, how we feel. That's how we feel all yeah. the yeah. time, mm-hmm. every day of all the time ever. Mm-hmm. And just to watch, to watch that growing awareness in someone who hasn't had to feel yeah. that way. I mean, I feel um, sorry for him. I I mean, I do because yeah. I like him because, I know. you know, I like, I liked him as a character. Yeah. But also, um, and because I was like, I don't want anyone, I don't want anyone to feel that way. <laughs> probably Kate's I like, don't either. I Probably I don't either. Mm-hmm. Probably I don't either. I don't want anyone to feel it because it never, it would never. Get Just for better. a minute. Just for a minute. Okay. How about if there was like, okay, if but there you, was like. Okay. But you can see. Oh, I shouldn't be allowed the power. I would burn it all down. There, no, I know. I'm not one of yeah. the level-headed people in this book. But what I mean, I, what I mean is, like you, you can see how when someone even perceives that they might be approaching equality, they uh-huh. feel oh yeah fear yeah um, yeah. If you know, like particular groups feel this way now, mm-hmm. you know that so, like the actual, mm-hmm. like actual equality would be very. Would make people very afraid. What if there was just like an hour, <laughs> a power hour, a power hour where, where you just, would just be like, look, something. I don't know how it would work, <laughs> but there would be all, all, all of the. Well, I don't know. All the men would just kind of wake up and be just scared all the time, and they'd be like, "What's happening?" And we'd be like, "Well, yeah." I would just like it to be that's, where that's why I don't write sci-fi all, because I don't actually have like the mechanism. I would like it to be where. Where women woke up and they could like just, mm-hmm. you know, anyone, Tell any anybody, woman yeah. right now who is in any kind of danger uh-huh. would like have this power and free uh-huh. themselves and just sort of equalize everything. Like you can hurt me. I can hurt you. Yeah. But can they hurt you? Detente, if, if you know, you have electrical. Well, you at well we this can't talk about so that because we don't want to some be, places yeah, yeah exactly we don't so, want to spoil it no um, but yeah it's uh please read this book there's about um, a zillion holds at the library but there are at least two lucky day copies yeah um so come your, see us yeah come okay. see us and and I if you ask for the lucky day copy and it's there I will excitedly <laughs> run you over to it um you'll probably if you check little. this book out 
let's all just agree to read it quickly and then pass it on to the next person. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to read it quickly, quickly because you'll be like, what's happening? What's yeah, happening? Exactly. Yeah. It is definitely so, a page turner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got a blog post that's coming up um, soon. Um, that will be some things you can kind of read while you're waiting or watch too. Or right? watch. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Some things you can read or watch while you're waiting. So that's uh, that was the vaguest <laughs> description <laughs> because we really don't want to spoil it. It was like anyone. vague and yet not. Yes, it was the vaguest, the deepest description. But we a lot of feeling. We love this book. Burn it down. And we well, I guess that's how she said. That's how she said. She said debate is yeah. like. Is but really, burn it down. Burn it down? Or not? I yes. have di- I feel differently on different days. I know. Ask also, me on you Monday. have a son. You have a son <laughs> too. So I was thinking like how different. But I was like, okay, the men in my life. Well, they're great, but burn it down. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, oh I, my god, people should run away from me. Yeah, no, I I mean, but mm, yeah, yes, I do have. I have men's that I actually like. Yeah, they're great, but and who actually really? And they would probably, you know, they would acquiesce. They. They already do. Right, exactly. I mean, so let's just make it. They're already feminists. So, yes. I mean, they. Right. Um, but they could always be a little more feminist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my shocking. Wow. That's my power. Okay. Anywho's. <laughs> okay. I think it's time to move along. <laughs> Please take and let me away people from this topic. Get the, let, let people come get this book. Yeah, go read it and then tell us about it. Okay. Tell us if you're on Team Burn It Down or or, or, team, or team Rational. Team, team like level-headed Team person. philosophical about yeah. this. Um, okay, so. What are we up to? Uh, what are we up to? Because we can't always be reading. You mm-hmm. know what I said I was up to? What? <laughs> no good. Oh, Jesus. You know what else I'm up to? What? About 5'7". Oh, but <laughs> oh, That's really all I had. Yeah. I, I for once, have watched mm-hmm. a thing again. What? I mean, since the first second. For twice. For twice. I've watched, it. I've watched a thing for twice. Uh, yeah. Before oh, it was in like out. A, okay. Because <laughs> I just haven't, I just don't want to. No, you watch She's Gotta Have It. Oh, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is like Man, three this things. Has been, ooh, what you've a been, quarter. You've been all with your eyes on the screen. I know. Okay. Well, I watched Big Mouth on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> I've heard about that. Holy moly, it's funny. Don't, don't, don't say anything oh. naughty because it's naughty show. I have heard people say, I mean, because I've been flipping through and I was like, oh, is that a kid's show? It's not nope. a kid's show. Nope. <laughs> nope. So the Here's entire... your public service announcement. If your kids are watching Big Mouth, <laughs> freak out because <laughs> they should not be watching Big Mouth. Well, it's not a kid's show. But it does nope. show. Be-do, it be-do, does be-do, show. Some, well, what kind of what age kid? I'd say if you're 14. 16. Oh, <laughs> I'd say if you're 14, you can do it. Oh, God. Yeah. Don't watch it with your parents ever. But I don't want my, I, don't, I wouldn't want to. You learn a lot of really good lessons. Like there's this, there's mm-hmm. this episode okay. where this woman, this girl gets her period. And then it's just oh. talking about like the, the, what is it? I think kids not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> no kids know <laughs> that. secret thing called getting your period. And. Menstruation. And it talks about just kind of like how awkward it is and how embarrassing it can be, but also that it's just normal. So it's, it's actually in there. I don't know. I mean, the language, yeah. Oh, man, it's good. Okay. It's about kids going through puberty is the yeah, whole entire like, premise. That is why it has to be horrible. I know. Because it's horrible. But it's hilarious. Okay. Well. And I don't, I will say right now, and a lot of times, I do not like adult cartoons. I don't like cartoons. I don't like a dark, a dark, blah, blah, blah. I can't even say it. I don't like yeah. them. But this is so freaking good. Really? <laughs> yeah. Have you Oh uh, God! No, never... name them. I don't really. Like. Well, okay. Bob's Burgers is good, but Bob's Burgers. Have I don't you like Family Guy Universe. No, 
No. Uh, no. This is really, unless there's like 30 ball jokes per minute. Do you know I'm about not gonna Steven like. Universe? Is there a lot of balls jokes? No. I can say balls. No, you can't. You said bitch last Like that's what, That was the title of the book. That's what uh, this is too. <laughs> it's the title of this joke. Okay. So anyways, good people. <laughs> good listeners. Burn it down um, and make <laughs> jokes. <laughs> uh, no, Steven Universe is great. Mm. It's like. Sell me on it. Because okay. you know my interest. So, Farts. Here's the thing about Steven Universe. So there's um, the Jones, and I'm going to mess it up because I like don't know as much about it as my kids know about it. But so it's they're like the gems, and they come from this other planet, mm-hmm. and they're all gems. But like one of the gems only only exists. Um, they can exist apart, mm-hmm. but they actually love to be together because mm-hmm. they love each other, mm-hmm. and so they merge together constantly. Um, and they're like this one particular thing. And so it's this, like, it's a beautiful, very sentimental compared to my, it's a, I mean, it's beautiful. It's so so like, no, I'm sure women positive. It's so like gender fluid. It's completely. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. The songs are beautiful and the, it's weird. Intellectually, I'm sure I would really like it. You would. My inner 12 year old though is like. Also, I like Phineas and Ferb. Which is cleaner, but it's hilarious. Just watch Big Mouth and then you'll see. And then you'll say, I'm not talking to you ever again. I know. <laughs> well, you know, I don't watch South Park. Oh, no. South makes, Park is awful. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't <sighs> like it. But this has all the same horrible no. humor that you're no. talking about. <laughs> no. No. Nope. Okay. Yep. Try it. Okay. Come back to me. Um, okay. So I'll what? Make sure my kids are out of the house. <laughs> they can watch it in another room. <laughs> what? Uh, what's happening around here? Oh, well. There's a thing happening here. So it looks like on January 20th, there is a big community event, a Women's March 2018, 1 p.m. South Park. So that's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up real soon. Oh, but even before that. What's even before that? Monday. Yes, this episode might not be on Monday. Oh, hey, guys. Guess what happened Monday? Guess what happened on Monday? (laughs) The day of service. (laughs) You missed it. (laughs) This podcast is in the future (laughs) (laughs) Um, but anyways it was awesome because we gave out all of the wonder books for read across lawrence and this is gonna be really awkward if it does if this does come out before monday Monday. and then you're gonna be like wait is it monday i don't know what day it is yeah so there'll be all kinds of mlk stuff happening that day Mm -hmm. so if copies of wonder if this is before (laughs) good for you because you know about it and you can come to it and if it's after (laughs) just know the library did some awesome stuff yeah pew yeah okay so uh that's good and then also (laughs) so speaking of read across lawrence um so lizzie velasquez will be at the lead center on sunday uh March 11th at 3.30 p.m. And it's two months from now, but it's a big deal. Yeah. That, that is going to happen after this podcast. Yes. So two put, months after. Put that on, your, on calendar. your calendar. So Lizzie Velasquez is um, a woman who um, has a medical condition that she is unable to gain weight. And so some people might recognize her name. She um, was bullied a lot as a kid mm-hmm. because of her appearance, um, because of her medical condition. And then someone... Um, video like made a video of her and put it on the internet and called her the ugliest woman i remember when that or something yeah Yeah. 
And so Lizzie was like, no, no, you're not going to tell my story. Mm -hmm. And so she, um, you know, became she goes around as public speaking. She has a documentary. Mm -hmm. She has a book. Um, so we'll have all those links in here. She has a TED talk. Right? She has a TED talk. We can link to that in the yes, show notes. Yeah, it's TED really talk. good. She's so she's incredible, and she will um, be here talking um, because you know one of the themes of wonder is um, to not judge a person by their appearance mm-hmm. and to get to know the person inside and mm-hmm. and spread kindness and anti bullying. And so um, she has a really strong sort of anti bullying message. And I think it'll be fantastic. And, and she's funny. Mm-hmm. She's funny. And it's on the weekend at 330. Yeah. And I know the schools are because wonder is a uh-huh. technically a juvenile book, but <clears throat> it's a great book. And I think adults will love reading it too. Mm-hmm. And so she's really encouraging, you know, we're really encouraging folks to, to come as a family, if you have a family mm-hmm. or, you know, um, for kids to come because yeah, it's going to be all age appropriate. Nice. It's all ages. How many people fit in the lead center? Seven million. Oh, okay. So there's room for all. Of or us. maybe it's like fifteen hundred. I don't know. Oh, there's not room for all of us there somewhere. Mm, I should know the answer to that. Maybe it's three thousand. I don't know. Get in line now. <laughs> Why do you ask Start me questions? Out. I don't know because it's just that wham. That embarrassed me because I don't know the answer. Because <laughs> I obviously don't know the answer. You personally attacked me. I'm now. sorry. Okay. Uh, anyway. So yeah, that's cool. Get in line for that, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's all for this month's podcast. Are you kidding me? Yep, we're we're done? exactly at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> Go us! Happy reading! Happy reading! That's it for this edition of the Book Squad podcast. For more details on any of the books or events mentioned in this episode, visit our website lplks.org. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe. Please rate or comment. It helps others find the podcast. Our Book Squad librarians are Polly Kinn and Kate Gramlich. Our theme music is by Heidi Lynn Gluck. I'm Jim Barnes, and this has been a production of the Lawrence Public Library.